Hi, everyone, and welcome to the webinar hosted by Imburse. I'm Oliver, the CEO of Imburse, and I'm joined today by Evangelos Avramakis from Swiss Re, and we're talking customer experience. Nice to have you with us, Evangelos. Thanks for having me, Oliver. Thank you very much. So customer experience is such a hot topic. I think it's been for a while, but we see it with our clients come up all the time. Customer experience, this new products that, but customer experience really seems to be something that the insurance industry is really trying to crack and really trying to battle with. Why, why is it so important for the insurers and what's happening? So interestingly, you know, over the last years, insurance was sold through through agents and now the digital channels are becoming more and more important. And the question is, from a user perspective, it's uh, they try to access the channels very independently, what, what's very convenient to them. So insurance companies who need to make sure that the overall um, experience fulfills actually to the customer needs and uh, there's a lot of tension now going on because the competition especially outside of the industry is um, is, is is much more advanced so let me show a little bit what i might mean by that so um this is the so-called net promoter score called nps and the net promoter score means that the higher the net promoter score, the higher actually also the customer experience goes. So there's a direct correlation between net promoter and um, customer experience. And you see our industry is slightly lagging behind. So we are uh, we have an average about 30, which means 100 is great and 30 is, um, yes, it's average, <laughs> more or less. But the key competitors, which are coming more or less from the outside of the industry, they have just higher scores, especially the kind of cool apps where everybody has. So when the customer does not compare insurance with insurance, they compare insurance with whatever they're using on a daily basis. And you see that there's a huge gap between what our industry is able to offer as a customer experience score or as a net promoter score compared to the other cool companies. And uh, just to mention again, the customer experience or is, is so important because it outcompetes all, more or less every economic driver. So independently, whether it's about um, trust, whether it's about recommendation score or, uh, um, you know, getting insights into your new offerings or forgiveness, the higher scores you have, the more the probability actually that you can engage with the, the corporation or with the insurance company in a much better way. So this is why it's also the kind of economic driver behind It's not only that we compare against the other industries. If you do this right, you economically, you, you benefit economically massively around that. If you go back one slide, uh, just it's really interesting to see this whole like when you're in like an industry like insurance you tend to compare yourself to your peers and see how your net promoter score is comparing to your peers and on that information that you showed the customer is comparing uh, the companies like you said to the ones they use daily the amazons the apple the google see the airbnb peloton paypal very transactional daily engagements and I think it's interesting to see how, as you mentioned, customer experience is being shaped by those players in the market. And then people come to insurance and expect the same kind of experience, right? Exactly. So the expectation setting is not, you know, it's not triggered by the insurance or financial services industry. It's triggered by the cool daily experiences I get from other apps. 
And this is why the expectation level will, will increase because users will expect, oh, by the way, you know, it was so simple doing that with this app. Why can't you do something similar on that side? And simplicity is, on the other hand, one of the key drivers when it comes to customer experience in addition. So uh, it's called in the industry the so-called uh, customer effort score. So how much effort do I need to invest to get the engagement right, independently whether it's a transaction or a kind of a service in this kind. So uh, customer experience together with customer effort is actually a key, key driver for this customer experience. And you know, the, 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 the companies I uh, showed before know perhaps best how to do this. Yeah, and it's what is people underestimate completely is that as they invest into enhancing their customer experience, they should be comparing their efforts not to their peers in the industry that has an average net promoter score of 30, but into what companies are investing and doing in other industries that they don't even have even considered as sort of people to look at, like the Googles and the PayPals and the Apples and stuff like that. I mean, we know we deal with them every day, but and it's one of the things is really to say ecosystems and build them, right? Because that's how you tend to create value. It's very difficult to create value just purely by yourself. So when we talk about ecosystems and the one app, you know, I've, I've seen you present and, and given some insight on that. I would love to get your thoughts on how this is evolving, right? So how do you, how is customer engagement evolving and we should see it maybe from an insurance perspective? No, very good. So I think, you know, when we talk about ecosystem, you can imagine that the orchestrator of an ecosystem, he wants to make, he wants to provide the best customer experience. This means to add services, transaction service, but also other services into their kind of single app, if you will, because the more these kind of services are nicely integrated, the better actually the customer experience because it's not only be one service that they're focusing on they need to make sure they they cover kind of a a lot around the customer journey so it's not only one single thing they need to fix they need to fix a lot of things together in order to improve the customer experience overall because it cannot be that on one service is going to be very easy and on the other service which is also part of the app everything gets very very complicated Perhaps let me a little bit demonstrate what I mean by that. Um, so think about if if I have you know different services on my mobile phone could be a mobility service or health services or you know I can get access to to food and beverages so more or less on on, on the retail side but also you know on financial services. Um, you need to have so many different apps and every app works completely independently and not integrated that from a customer experience, especially if this is part of your daily life, it, it's going to be not convenient to you to use so many apps. So as a consumer, you will expect, is there just one single app that integrates more or less all the, all the different services into one single kind of interface or an app you feel? So that's in the aggregation or integration of the services is good. The question is, if you need to do this in a very consumer-driven and convenient way, you need to rethink about how you integrate perfectly because you need to make sure that the, the, the services are very easy to use from a consumer perspective. So only aggregating is not enough. This means that you need to make sure that you start 
using the data and the insights and try to drive out of that a much better experience. So the asset is actually in connecting the services in a very, very convenient way for the consumer in order to increase the customer experience. So let me demonstrate this uh, on this um, chart here. So let, let's think about mobility service or health services or financial services. And the interesting stuff here would be, how do I know that something happened that might have an impact on the other service? So can I trigger something that could trigger another service on the other side? And how do I get this right when it comes to now is the right time to connect with that because it's very relevant for you? So it's not only one service not talking to each other, it's actually an integration of insights that, that make here the difference. So what I want to say is that customer experience will go far beyond aggregating and integrating services because it's the ecosystem and the data assets that actually make the difference on the ecosystem. So it's, it's about getting the insights right, getting the integration and convenience right, and this will require a much wider actual skill set or capability set than only aggregating and integrating you know, services. It's not going to be enough going forward. And I think we've seen that, right? So I've read somebody say, you know, creating these lasting ecosystems or engaging ecosystems about exchanging value with the user, like, and that value can either be of insight, right? So did you know this? Now, now you know what to do better or of monetary nature, like either convenience or actually reward or something like that. And I think it's this, this is what scares probably a lot of insurers is like to think outside of, <laughs> out of your own, you know, verticals or your own lines of business and say, as I'm looking to either participate in such an ecosystem or I'm looking to build such an ecosystem, you have to consider all these topics around being regionally relevant, being locally relevant, having the tech, having the partners and any kind of last suggestions for the insurers or recommendations, how to start thinking about it and how to take those first steps into the direction of a good customer experience. Um, that's a very good question, Oliver, and thanks for raising this. So I, I think the, the question is, do you want to orchestrate a kind of an ecosystem for yourself? You can start very, very small, thinking about only providing mobility services as an ecosystem. And when you have a trusted relationship with the customer, you know, the customer most probably might be willing actually to, to participate and say, by the way, you know, if you think for me and you act for me, I'm willing to also to share more data with you. So the question is, how much value can you provide back? Um, if, however, some touch points are going away from, from the insurance companies where other great players are actually, you know, being in a much closer relation with the customer, the question is, do you want to compete against already orchestrated ecosystems or are you trying to integrate your services where the customers actually are? And this might take a different approach because there you offer your services as complementary to their ecosystem and you don't own the, the relationship anymore, but you still stay relevant in that game. So in some areas, the first approach, creating your own ecosystem might be very feasible and valuable because you have a trusted relationship and you can build on that. Or sometimes when you know the, the market is being flooded by other, other apps where the engagement is happening somewhere else, you may need to rethink what kind of role you want to play, whether you want to support or 
supply actually these orchestrators and these ecosystems with your service in the best way you can. No, thank you, Evangelos. It, it was really, really cool. I can just recommend anybody to reach out to Evangelos if you have any questions around customer experience. And, you know, at Imburse, we feel very strongly as we're helping our customers bridge these two worlds about integrating into other ecosystems or build their own and be that art sort of infrastructure, at least on the payment side, that helps solve the integration topics with the payment. So, Evangelos, again, thank you from my side for joining me and I look forward to that continuing in the DAO chat going forward. Thank you very much, Oliver. Thank you. Thanks for having me.